from the betting capital of the world. Vegas, baby, Vegas! It's Wager Talk with Teddy Covers and Ralph Michaels. It's Monday here in Las Vegas, and welcome to Wager Talk. I'm Ted Sobranski, a.k.a. Teddy Covers, joined by my co-host and good friend, Ralph Michaels, at CalSportsLV on Twitter. And welcome. Welcome Zumo viewers. Welcome Stir viewers. Welcome Pluto TV viewers on Channel 517. Welcome to the iHeartRadio network listeners and all of our podcast outlets. This is your Sports Central for betters. Let's get right into it, Ralph. And we'll start like we do on just about every show. Yeah, yeah, yeah. We do Monday night football preview only on Mondays. NFL recap only on Monday. Talk about the playoff picture. Yeah. Okay. We'll do that today. NBA breakdowns. Arthur DeCesar joining us from the Link Race and Sportsbook here in Las Vegas. One of the Caesars property. He'll join us later in the show. But let's start with B-B-B-B-B-B. Bad beats, bad bets, bad for the books. Ralph. We got to start with Saturday. <laughs> this was a tough beat. The Patriots, what they do? They made the two-point conversion at the end of the game. Of course they did. Was New England the right side? No. Were they the wrong side? No. Did they get the money? You bet they did. Patriots over the Bills by exactly seven, covering minus six and a half. Teddy, I'm watching the Saturday game and they're about to go for the two point conversion. And, you know, right away, I'm thinking Sports Grid Monday. That's my first question to Arthur DeCesar is how much that two point conversion affected all your your uh, your action for Saturday, all the teaser action for Saturday that those people that uh, that were on the bills. So obviously, uh, I'm interested to hear how much it changed. But really, when you look at Josh Allen and you say this quarterback only went 13 of 26, he still impressed the hell out of me running the ball, the the throws he made. Um, it's the best 13 of 26 performance I've seen from a quarterback on the road against a very good defense. Yeah, I mean, and and the you know the Bills did not pull together sustain put together sustainable drives in that ball game, but they did exactly what they've done all year, which is they play defense. They create a couple of big plays on offense, and they did two big play touchdowns. Uh, and they're in position to win and or cover. Didn't get the win. Didn't get the cover. That one, not particularly good for my bankroll on Saturday. Saturday, not a day uh, that was uh, ex- good in any way, shape, or form uh, when it came to my wagers. Uh, we had a middle, an legitimate middle on Saturday. Now, it wasn't available at kickoff, but... You could have had Houston minus two and a half in that game. You could have had Tampa plus three and a half at kickoff. Texans win by three at Tampa. Wasn't a pretty game. Jameis Winston had a little bit of a turnover fest in the first half. And Houston made the plays that counted the two field goals in the second half to get the victory. Is there any more festive quarterback than Jameis Winston? He's just the quarterback that keeps giving. He scores for both teams four more interceptions. Um, just uh, how long can you go with a guy that has as many interceptions as he does? But uh, exciting game. We saw some wins become a factor there in Tampa and clearly led helped to leading to the under as well. Well, let me ask you this, uh, because if I'm the Bucs, obviously there are questions about Jameis's future in Tampa going into this season. I don't think there's any question uh, that Tampa, between paying Jameis or finding somebody else and starting from scratch, I'd pay Jameis, wouldn't you? 
Well, you know, they have the perfect person for it because, you know, you're looking at, to me, Bruce Arians is a quarterback whisperer, but, you know, you have, what, 32 touchdowns and 32 interceptions this year? I don't know how many quarterbacks have had over 30 interceptions. I didn't read that anywhere. I'm sure it can't be more than a handful, but, uh, you know, uh, the the head coach knows. I mean, Bruce Arians is a guy. His quarterbacks are going to lead the league in passing every year. He has that much of a passing quarterback. If he's happy with this guy, then I'm happy with him. He's a head coach that I trust to make that right decision. Yeah, uh, if I'm if I'm Tampa, for all the struggles Winston's had, and of course, he didn't have 30 picks. He has 30 turnovers total, including his fumbles. Um, but uh, even with the struggles that Winston has had keeping the ball in his own team's hands this year, there are so many quarterbacks in the NFL, so many teams that are looking for a QB that have no face of the franchise, and Tampa does. Uh, I, if I'm the Bucks, I bring Winston back. I think he's done enough, despite the INTs. So every Friday, we do a little pros versus Joes uh, to close out the show, talk about where the sharp money is coming, where the recreational betters like. And boy, the recreational better specials yesterday – the Saints rally from an early two-touchdown deficit, dominate the Titans the rest of the way. And the Ravens rally from an early deficit. They hadn't been trailing after a quarter all year, or certainly not in the last two months. Well, they got punched a little bit early. They punched back pretty well. Baltimore and New Orleans both get the win, both get the cover, and both respond well to adversity in hostile environments. I agree with you that that the Saints the Saints clearly showed me something in that win, uh, but we'd be remiss not to mention that Tennessee, of course, rested Derrick Henry. So you take Derrick Henry out of that mix, and it, and it puts more pressure on Ryan Tannehill that he hasn't had to deal with. So if you're a Saints fan. I think you do need to be concerned a little bit that you know you trail. But when you talked Teddy last week. It was such an emotional spot for New Orleans off that Monday night, off that uh, back and forth game, and then off that Monday night coronation, then to have to go on the road. So uh, both teams taught me something, but the Saints trailing and coming back was more impressive. And Baltimore, of course, she had another injury with a running back getting hurt. Uh, we'll see how that affects them moving forward. Uh, but Baltimore had Baltimore had a little chip on their shoulder after having that lost that home game to the Browns. They wanted to win that game. It meant something to them, no question. Yeah, I've, I've yet to see a defense shut down uh, this unique Ravens option attack that is wreaking havoc around the league. The Browns really didn't have much success with that yesterday. We talked about the recreational better special with the Saints and Ravens covering. How about the wise guy special? Nothing but Arizona money. Sharp Arizona money yesterday. That was a right side winner. Hey, I'm happy to say that I was on Arizona. Uh, I unfortunately, I didn't get to the window on the money line and I was beating myself from the first quarter on thinking I should have. But uh, we've seen Seattle again. Another running back goes down yesterday in the playoffs. What a story this is going to be moving forward with all the running back injuries as we go into the postseason. We'll talk more bad beats, bad bets, bad for the books coming up right here on Wager Talk. Stay on the grid. 
NFL season is now upon us, and you can become the eighth person to win $1 million in a FanDuel or DraftKings tournament by setting their lineups using the DailyRoto.com DFS lineup optimizer. If you are playing daily fantasy sports and not using DailyRoto.com, you're doing it wrong. Sign up now for the NFL access with a faster optimizer, smarter DFS projections, and better results. Enter promo code ACTION for a 10% discount. That's promo code ACTION for a 10% discount. DailyRoto.com, where millionaires are made. At Bed 365 we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. See for yourself when you sign up today and get $150 in bonus bets when you bet just $5. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Bet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. Open a limited-time 11-month certificate at Kemba Financial Credit Union. At 5.25% APY, it's more than triple the national average, plus it's a safe and secure way to grow your money. Visit your local branch or kemba.org slash cb for details. Offer expires May 31st, 2024. APY equals annual percentage yield. Restrictions apply. $500 minimum and $250,000 maximum deposit. Advantage status required. Comparison based on bank rate average. Federally insured by NCUA. Are you tired of your scented cleaning products smelling and cleaning like meh? Then it's time for an upgrade with the power of Clorox Sentiva. With an uplifting scent that smells like coconut, Clorox Sentiva gives you powerful clean like Clorox, but a feeling like <sighs> being transported to a tropical island retreat. Imagine putting your phone on Do Not Disturb, tuning out all the constant. Just the feeling of warm sand in between your toes and a fruity drink in your hand. The ones with the little umbrella. Refresh your home to feel like an all-inclusive vacation by getting Clorox Sentiva. Also available in grapefruit and lavender scents at a nearby retail store. You can find us on YouTube at Sports Grid Network. That's all fantasy and sports wagering all the time. Again, on YouTube at Sports Grid Network. Give them a follow today. And of course, on Instagram at Sports Grid TV. That too, very much worth a follow. You'll get, again, you'll, you'll get clips. You'll get the notifications when we're going on air. You get all the things you want from Sports Grid on YouTube at Sports Grid Network, on Instagram at Sports Grid TV. Just a quick scoring update. It's only midway through the first quarter, and it looks like a route. UCF 21, Marshall 0. Still early, but uh, the Thundering Herd have turned the ball over, and it has not gone well for their backers. There was a lot of Marshall money in this ballgame, including my money, so I'll do my best to focus on the show and not the game that's going on on the TVs in the background as we record here uh, live uh, on Monday, Christmas Eve Eve. Let's go back, and we're doing a little bad beats, bad bets, bad for the books. Talk about what happened in the NFL yesterday. We talked about the Joes cashing in uh, with the Saints and the Ravens. We talked about the pros cashing in with Arizona. There were a couple of more big wise guy moves yesterday. Two games that went to overtime. Wise guys pounded the one-win Cincinnati Bengals. They had an incredible rally. In the closing seconds, 
to rally from 16 down with, what, less than a minute to go, to send it to OT. Then they lost in overtime. The Giants blew the lead, but then they went on to win in OT. So the wise guys split those two OT decisions. Giants win, Bengals lose in extra time in the NFL. Well, I think Cincinnati, you know, now knows where they're going to be drafting and that helps them and people, you know, I read a couple articles that the Giants, oh, they only win when they shouldn't win and they're going to get a worse draft pick. And I just want a quick argument against that, Teddy. I think the Giants are the team that knows they have a running back, knows they have a quarterback can take something off a win like this, gaining 550 yards, gaining 28 first downs, knowing Daniel Jones can pass for 350-plus and get five touchdowns with no interceptions, knowing that Shaquan Barkley can rush for almost 190 yards. For the Giants, who are, don't need one of the quarterbacks that'll get drafted early, I think this is a good win for him, and it doesn't hurt him drafting down one spot. There's more positives out of this game moving forward. Of course, the Giants have a chance to be spoilers for the Philadelphia Eagles this coming Sunday. We'll talk about that game later in the week. I'll tell you this, though. Don't expect an easy win for the Eagles in that game. The Giants likely to come to play, just like they did against Philadelphia, what was that, two or three weeks ago uh, in that Monday night affair. Sunday night football. Chiefs were the ultimate public play, and the Chiefs got there. They got there pretty easily. Wire to wire job. Chiefs and under burn the bookies in a game that was nothing but one-sided action. Even the pros were betting Kansas City, at least until they got up to minus seven on the road at Soldier Field. In Chicago, well, Trubisky looked like Trubisky last night. And that Chiefs defense, shh, last five weeks, as good as any defense in the NFL at getting after the quarterback. There's no question. We talked about that last week. And, you know, Patrick Mahomes came out and he made himself a little bit of a uh, uh, a statement when he showed those 10 fingers after that touchdown, talking about the 10 spots that he <laughs> was drafted behind Mitch Trubisky. And for a while there, we were looking at Trubisky thinking good game, bad game. Uh, we are learning more often than not than with Trubisky. It's been bad game, and occasionally you have the re- the rare good game thrown in. Sure. When he faces a very weak defense, he can pick him apart. That was not the case against Kansas City last night. So blame what you want. The Cowboys' defense wasn't very good. The Cowboys' offense was even worse. It's kind of an inexplicable game plan from Dallas. They weren't sharp from the get-go. They didn't look right from the get-go. Dak wasn't 100%, and it showed. And this banged-up Eagles team that's playing, you know, with guys that they're picking up off the waiver wire and then starting the following weekend, well, Philly got the win. They're now in the position to win the NFC East if they can get another win against the Giants this coming Sunday. Eddie, I give you credit. While I didn't go to the window on this game, I certainly leaned with the Cowboys. But, you know, you felt pretty strong that even though the Eagles won those couple of games ugly like they did, at least it gave them the momentum they needed, the positivity that they were still in the race. And boy, they came out. Carson Wentz was by far the much better quarterback. And, you know, Dak Prescott, you talked about his shoulder and he wasn't right. But I think the announcers did a good job talking about how 
Dak Prescott's velocity was not hurt. He didn't have an issue throwing the ball hard. He clearly had an issue just throwing the ball where it needed to be thrown. So, you know, I don't know how much of it is, is an injury, how much of it is in his head. Uh, you know, Zeke maybe got banged up there because you went in there, Pollard fumbled that ball after Zeke hit his head. Then he was in there again for another big play. Zeke only 13 attempts for 47 yards. So, uh, congrats to Philly that they moved on and those couple of wins against teams they should have beaten or looked better. A win counts as a win when you get to this stage of the season. It sure does, especially when it comes to making the playoffs. An ugly win beats the heck out of a beautifully played loss. Philly won ugly yesterday. They've been winning ugly each of the last uh, three weeks. And as you mentioned, Prescott, the velocity might have been there. The accuracy certainly was not. There were a couple of throws that would have made a big difference in the game had they been accurate. They were not accurate. Of course, Prescott missed practice all week last week. That certainly had an impact in yesterday's ball game. We had a couple of games with punt return touchdowns yesterday. One of them made a big difference. I don't know if it made that big a difference. I think that game might have been a blowout anyway. But Carolina, another no-show. Indianapolis with two punt return TDs to get the easy win and cover. That game was over early. The Lions had an early punt return touchdown, and it did them exactly no good. Denver dominated, dominated the rest of that game. After the first quarter, it was about as one-sided a game as you saw in the NFL yesterday. Detroit, they're just playing out the string, even with the rare punt return TD. Yeah, and not a good spot for Will Greer. You're making your first road start on the road against Colts in a dome. What happens? You know, zero touchdowns, three interceptions. And Denver... I give them credit. You know, Drew Locke got down. It didn't matter. He didn't uh, didn't force throws, played well. You know, watching that game in the first half, I just, in my head, I, I thought Detroit would win the game, and I was wrong. So uh, hats off to Denver in that spot. Yeah, Broncos have some interesting bet on potential for next year. We'll talk about that more in the offseason. Now we got to talk about the Chargers and their home field edge in L.A. Oh, there is no Chargers home field edge in L.A. Yeah, yeah, they're playing a divisional rival, the Raiders. And the Raiders were saying uh, after the game, uh, those guys had to use the silent counts. It was all Oakland yesterday. And the Raiders were like, oh, we played our last home game last week. No, we played our last home game in L.A. on Sunday. Raiders smacked them pretty good. Embarrassing that the last two games the Chargers have played at home, Minnesota and Oakland, they've had to use the silent count. Uh, you know, is L.A. the right play to play? We'll see next year in the new stadium. Yeah. Uh, so Tom Coughlin gets fired for the Jags, and the Jags look pretty much the same. <laughs> uh, yep. One-sided game uh, there at Atlanta. Atlanta kicked their butt wire to wire. Yeah, and that was with Matt Ryan throwing two picks. So, you know, imagine that you had the inner you had the turnover advantage and you were still never in that ball game. And we have to talk one from the NBA yesterday, because this and again, you talk about all timers. I don't know if this is an all timer, but the Dallas Mavericks were underdogs. Okay. They were up by 30 on the road in the second half at Toronto. Did they win? No. Did they cover? No. <laughs> Raptors with a furious fourth quarter comeback. Kyle Lowry went nuts and shorthanded Toronto rallies for the win and cover. 30 point lead, not enough if you have the Mavs plus the 30. point or point and a half in your pocket. Teddy, in the last 25 years, 
Only seven teams have come back from a 20-point deficit going into the fourth quarter. And in the last 25 years, only three favorites have covered in that role, Toronto being one of them. Only two other times has that happened in 25 years. Doesn't happen often. If you had them last night, that's brutal. Big game breakdown. Monday night football discussion coming up next. Stay on the grid. NFL season is now upon us, and you can become the eighth person to win $1 million in a FanDuel or DraftKings tournament by setting their lineups using the DailyRoto.com DFS lineup optimizer. If you are playing daily fantasy sports and not using DailyRoto.com, you're doing it wrong. Sign up now for the NFL access with a faster optimizer, smarter DFS projections, and better results. Enter promo code ACTION for a 10% discount. That's promo code ACTION for a 10% discount. DailyRoto.com, where millionaires are made. At Bet365, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. See for yourself when you sign up today and get $150 in bonus bets when you bet just $5. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Bet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. Open a limited-time 11-month certificate at Kemba Financial Credit Union. At 5.25% APY, it's more than triple the national average, plus it's a safe and secure way to grow your money. Visit your local branch or kemba.org slash cb for details. Offer expires May 31st, 2024. APY equals annual percentage yield. Restrictions apply. $500 minimum and $250,000 maximum deposit. Advantage status required. Comparison based on bank rate average. Federally insured by NCUA. Are you tired of your scented cleaning products smelling and cleaning like meh? Then it's time for an upgrade with the power of Clorox Sentiva. With an uplifting scent that smells like coconut, Clorox Sentiva gives you powerful clean like Clorox, but a feeling like <sighs> being transported to a tropical island retreat. Imagine putting your phone on Do Not Disturb, tuning out all the constant. Just the feeling of warm sand in between your toes and a fruity drink in your hand. The ones with the little umbrella. Refresh your home to feel like an all-inclusive vacation by getting Clorox Sentiva. Also available in grapefruit and lavender scents at a nearby retail store. your money where your mouth is and take a shot by opening a sports wagering account with FanDuel, New Jersey's largest sports book. Go to FanDuel.com slash grid where you'll receive a free bet of up to $500. It's a free bet of up to 500 bucks when you open up a sports wagering account at FanDuel.com slash grid. Point spreads, game totals, props, parlays, and in-game wagering on college and pro sports. And you're in control. Go to FanDuel.com slash grid. That's G-R-I-D. And open your new account. Claim your free wager of up to $500 today. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. 21 and over. New Jersey only. Eligibility restrictions apply. See website for details. Ralph. We have a Monday night football game to discuss for tonight. Let's get into it. The Minnesota Vikings, minus five, five and a half, total of 47. 
against the Green Bay Packers. And this is a Vikings team that has been dominant at home throughout the Mike Zimmer era. We're talking about 32-15-1, against the spread at home since Zimmer took over. That includes a 4-1 ATS mark in five games against Green Bay. As a home favorite during that span, 24-12 and 12 with a push, 67% ATS. Again, dominant, as good as any team in the league, at home, as home chalk. This is a home field that is legitimately, wor- unlike the, the Chargers' home field, this home field is worth something even in these divisional games. All that said, we got the Kirk Cousins issue. Kirk Cousins has not been good in big games. Kirk Cousins' lifetime, 0-8 on Monday Night Football. The Vikings only 0-2 during that span, but been laying points with Cousins against good defenses in big games. That hasn't been a money-winning strategy or philosophy. I've got no play on this. I have a slight lean towards the under. And look, the under makes a ton of sense. You know, under has uh, gone under. Eight, eight of the last 10 meetings between these two teams has gone under. Average game score of 40 in those contests. But how about this one? Minnesota at home in division. 16-2 and two to the under the last 18 tries. Aaron Rodgers had the one big game against the Giants. His last six? In that one big game against Giants, the other five, averaging less than a touchdown per game, averaging less than 180 passing yards per game. This Green Bay offense is not one of the more dynamic ones that Rodgers had run over the years. Lean under tonight. What about yourself? Ralph Michaels, break down a little Monday night football. Teddy, I'm going to just repeat what you said because I really have the exact same opinion. I, I don't have an opinion on the side. You look at Green Bay, and they are one of those teams that play clearly much better at home. At home this season, the Packers averaging 386 yards per game. On the road, 271, 115 yards per game. On the season, the Packers plus 20 yards per game at home. On the season, the Packers minus 107 yards per game. Add another over-under number of mix, Teddy. The Packers in their last six games have gone 6-0 and to the under, and they've averaged only 39.2 points in that span, going under by 5.2 points per game from what the total is. This total to me... I was very, very close to getting to the window on the under. It is clearly my top opinion as well. And now let's add into the mix, you know, what what do we know that we know that what Minnesota does is run the ball first to set up the play action with Kirk Cousins. Well, add in Delvin Cook being out. Add in Alexander Madison being banged up with a sore ankle, you know, you might have Mike Boone or Alexander Madison being your main running back. Will they be able to establish the running game to give Kirk Cousins that play action pass ability that he is normally accustomed to at home? I don't think so. Yeah, so we both lean under. Neither of us have pulled the trigger on it, at least not yet. Total 47. You can find 47 and a half if you shop around. Let's talk props. For Monday Night Football, we'll start with the two team totals. Packers over under 21 and a half. Vikings over under 25 and a half. Either of those two team totals, you inclined to bet the under in one as opposed to the other? Or if we like the under in the game, would you bet them both under the total? 
I would be more inclined to bet the Packers under. You know, Madison, you look at Madison and you look at Delvin Cook and you say, well, Delvin Cook's a real running back and Madison's a backup. Well, Delvin Cook's averaging only 4.5 yards per carry this season. Alexander Madison's averaging 4.6 yards per carry, and he's had 100 rushes for 462 yards. So if Madison gets it going, I think Minnesota can score enough to win and cover, but You know, with Green Bay, we know what we're getting. They're a stodgy offense with Aaron Rodgers not being able to throw the ball downfield very much. You know, your top wide receiver is Devontae Adams, and he's averaging 12.5 yards per carry. So of those two, my lean to the Packers total under. Defensive or specials team touchdown tonight? Yes. I passed. That's your category. You know that. No. You know, I'm passing. I'm going back to you, Teddy. Yes or no? And this is a no night, okay? I mean, this for me, it's the simplest handicap out there. When you have QBs who you count on making mistakes, you bet the yes. When you have QBs who you don't expect to make mistakes, you bet the no. While Cousins has not been great on these national TV games and not been great on Monday Night Football, he's avoided mistakes all year long. Rodgers avoids mistakes pretty well, too. Yeah, I don't see the defense. And these aren't two teams with a history all season of getting special teams, TDs, or big returns. I like the no, minus 280 on defensive or special teams touchdowns. Let's talk alternate point spreads. And I'm using the plus prices here. I know that's you guys aren't going to lay $3 uh, with most of the stuff. Let's talk about the, the longer shots. Vikings, minus 10.5, plus 210. Packers, plus 3.5, sorry, minus 3.5, plus 290. Over 52.5, plus 200, under 39.5, plus 240. Any of those pique your interest, Ralph? Or is tonight not a night to go look uh, at the long shots in terms of the uh, totals and the alternate point spreads available for Monday Night Football? Oh, I, I think I, I do. I, the under, absolutely. You look at, you know, you look at the Green Bay and their division games, the non-Detroit division games. 10-3 in the opener against Chicago, 21-16 in, in the game again at home against Minnesota. In your other Chicago game last week for Green Bay, 21-13. So, yeah, I think there is value. And if anything, you know, I may not get to the window with the under, but I may get to the window with the extra prop on the under, Teddy. So Marshall has given up a fumble return touchdown or interception return touchdown, and they just fumbled the ball uh, inside the 10-yard line on their first Good drive of the game. Thundering herd. Things are not going well early in that game. I'll do my best to not focus on that and focus on this. But you know how it is. You got action. The eyes are glancing. I can't deny it. Aaron Rodgers over under 245 and a half passing yards tonight. The touchdown prop is interesting. Over one and a half touchdowns. The over is only minus 115. And as we talked about earlier, Rodgers hasn't been throwing TDs in bunches. He had that one big game against a bad Giants defense. Other than that, been hand the ball off and dink and dunk in the passing game largely for Aaron Rodgers. You think he goes over tonight? You think he goes over with his touchdowns? I personally lean under in both those categories. I think they're going to try to run the football. Completely agree. You look at Aaron Rodgers on the road. The Green Bay Packers are averaging 183 yards. And then you look at Aaron Rodgers' touchdown passes. 
in in his last eight games, one 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 zero zero zero, and then he had a five, a four, and a three. He had five touchdown passes at home against Oakland. He had three against Kansas City, and then four against the Giants. So against three, Casey's defense was just starting to play better then. So against three average or lower average teams, he had a 12-0 ratio. Against everyone else, he hasn't thrown for more than one touchdown pass in the last eight games. And that, you know, it's definitely worth noting because you don't think about that with Aaron Rodgers. I'm sure one and a half over minus 115. A lot of recreational players going, that's cheap. Not for this better, it isn't. Kirk Cousins over under 253 and a half passing yards tonight. His uh, also one and a half touchdowns with the over minus 130. They think Cousins, the markets expect Cousins to throw two Ds, two two Ds before they expect Rodgers to. This evening, is he going to go over or under 253 and a half, over or under one and a half touchdowns, Ralph? Two minutes. Yeah. I would have to lean with the over because it's this. Madison has one rushing touchdown. Boone has two. Dalvin Cook has 13. When you get down to the goal line, do you really trust those running backs with the ball? I think they would trust Cousins more with the ball in his hands to dump it off to Diggs, you know, or Kyle Rudolph or, you know, whoever they need to on that short yardage play. Let's talk some player props when it comes to yardage. Aaron Jones over under 56 and a half rushing yards. Aaron Jones touchdown. Yes or no. Minus 110 either way. Uh, touchdown. Yes. Uh, you know, he has 14 carries and I, I don't mind that at all. The over under yardage I'll pass on. Yeah. Uh, let's talk some of the receivers. Devontae Adams. Over under 76 and a half receiving yards. Stephon Diggs over under 71 and a half receiving yards. Kyle Rudolph over under three and a half receptions. And they're not expecting a big night from Rudolph. The over three and a half plus 155. The under three and a half receptions minus 175. Well, you look at Rudolph and, you know, in, in his past games, he's at four, two, four, five, four. So he's right in that number each time. I cannot play any. I cannot play any Vikings players because if Madison is banged up, it changes the entire dynamic. So you have an injury in effect where there's value. So when that's the case for me, I pass on all the player props for that team. There's your Monday Night Football breakdown. When we come back, Arthur De Caesar from the Link Sportsbook joins us right here on Wager Talk. Stay on the grid. NFL season is now upon us, and you can become the eighth person to win $1 million in a FanDuel or DraftKings tournament by setting their lineups using the DailyRoto.com DFS lineup optimizer. If you are playing daily fantasy sports and not using DailyRoto.com, you're doing it wrong. Sign up now for the NFL access with a faster optimizer, smarter DFS projections, and better results. Enter promo code ACTION for a 10% discount. That's promo code ACTION for a 10% discount. DailyRoto.com, where millionaires are made. At Bet365, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. Whether it's a walk-off grand slam or a base hit to center field. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment. It's never ordinary at Bet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. 
Open a limited-time 11-month certificate at Kemba Financial Credit Union. At 5.25% APY, it's more than triple the national average, plus it's a safe and secure way to grow your money. Visit your local branch or kemba.org slash cd for details. Offer expires May 31st, 2024. APY equals annual percentage yield. Restrictions apply. $500 minimum and $250,000 maximum deposit. Advantage status required. Comparison based on bank rate average. Federally insured by NCUA. Are you tired of your scented cleaning products smelling and cleaning like meh? Then it's time for an upgrade with the power of Clorox Sentiva. With an uplifting scent that smells like coconut, Clorox Sentiva gives you powerful clean like Clorox, but a feeling like <sighs> being transported to a tropical island retreat. Imagine putting your phone on Do Not Disturb, tuning out all the constant. Just the feeling of warm sand in between your toes and a fruity drink in your hand. The ones with the little umbrella. Refresh your home to feel like an all-inclusive vacation by getting Clorox Sentiva. Also available in grapefruit and lavender scents at a nearby retail store. to wager talk Teddy covers and ralph michaels breaking down the world of sports and sports betting for you on a thursday and let me keep you updated on this marshall ucf game that is making me absolutely crazy the yardage was exactly even they were at 117 117 a minute ago um however one team had committed four turnovers. The other team had committed none. The team that has committed four turnovers, two of which have been taken back for scores, that would be the Marshall Thundering Herd. They're down 21 to nothing. It is not going well. And oh, by the way, UCF is driving. 60-minute game, but if you had Marshall the first quarter, it's hard to picture a worse first quarter than this one. Agree or disagree, Ralph? Do you have any action on this game? You know, I did not. I leaned. I leaned Marshall. Um, didn't Marshall just score there, Teddy? Hey, they did. I don't know what just happened. You see, uh, it was, I think it was a it was a long pick uh, interception return. So, uh, see, there you the go. Sixty minute game. score in this game already. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's insane. Sweet. So, I'm live. I feel uh, much better. You, Twenty seconds. You ago. were. You were a prophet. 60-minute game, Teddy. You know, and if those change, if those breaks go both ways, that keeps you in a game. So I was just going to say, Holiday had uh, covered each of his last six games as a bowl game. I thought the messy turf would slow UCF. Their speed advantage uh, decrease it a little bit. So, no, I had no action in the game, but I did have a lean with uh, Marshall plus the 17 points. It dropped a little bit today down to, what, 15 and a half? A lot of money on Marshall late. Yeah, yeah, I have Marshall plus 17 and a half in my pocket for a fairly significant wager, uh, as did the client. So we are rooting hard for the Thundering Herd. It's hard to do this when there's games on. You know, uh, the guys that do in-game lives, it's one thing with the in-game live. You know, you're, you're, you're going to be talking about the games as they, as they exist. But now that we have a script, but we got games we got to talk about. It's, it's not, uh, we're not uh, talking off the cuff on this show basically ever, you know. So when you have the games going on, it's a it's a big distraction. Uh, of course, we're waiting now for Arthur to see there were a little bit of technical difficulties with him. Do we have Arthur yet? No, we do not. We do not. Have you, have you been able to call him? He's expecting our call. Working on it. 
Okay, thank you. So while let's, we wait let's for talk about, Caesar, let's talk let's about the Hawaii Bowl. Yeah, good idea. Absolutely. Yeah. Uh, BYU and Hawaii. And currently, the BYU is about a one and a half or two point favorite, total of 64 in this ball game. BYU has a matchup edge here, a legit matchup edge when it comes to the ability to dominate the trenches. And I think that's real. BYU is bigger on the offensive line than Hawaii's defensive front. They're bigger on the defensive line than Hawaii is on the offensive front. And if BYU controls the trenches, that doesn't make it easy for Hawaii to get stops. It doesn't make it easy for Hawaii to move the football up and down the field. Now, the back door is always open. In any Hawaii game, the back door is open. (laughs) All right. And the Warriors have been overachievers. You've been a big Hawaii fan. You're someone who bet on Hawaii to win the Mountain West before the season started. So I give you a ton of credit about that. But BYU, there's a campus in Honolulu. There will be two-way crowd support in this game, which is not always the case when we talk about recent Hawaii Bowl. Well, let's also remember, Teddy, that, you know, Hawaii is a team that, you know, I I love the transformation Hawaii has done. You know, and, you know, we're we're looking, you know what, Teddy, let's finish talking about this tomorrow. The game's tomorrow. Let's bring Arthur on and we'll, uh, I do have a lean with BYU in this game for those people, but we'll give you more details on tomorrow's show, which Teddy and I will both be here for. Exactly. Christmas Eve will be here. Hopefully you'll be able to join us. And now, without any further ado, our technical difficulties have been solved at ArtDice21 on Twitter. That's Arthur DeCesar. He's a supervisor, racing sports supervisor over the Link Sportsbook, one of the Caesars properties here in Las Vegas. And Arthur, welcome to the show, buddy. Glad to have you on board. Happy holidays. Huh? Maybe we don't have Arthur DeCesar. I heard, a, I heard a very faint happy holidays from Arthur. So he's on there. I heard him very slightly in the background. All right, let's try it again. Oh, there he goes. Hey, Arthur, how are you, buddy? Hey, good, good. All right, there we are. We have volume. We have the man, the myth, the legend himself. Let's talk. Let's start with Monday Night Football uh, because we do have an abbreviated uh, segment right here, and I want to get right into it. Start with this, plain and simple. The Caesars group of properties here in Las Vegas. Who do you need on Monday Night Football and how bad do you need them? Is this a two-way action game or are you pretty well sided on this one? Yeah, we're, I mean, all the all the money's been on the Vikings in the over. Uh, more money on the Vikings, so we're definitely going to be rooting for the Packers and the under, but definitely more Packers. Arthur, you know, uh, before, before we talk week 17, I just want to jump back to Saturday. Uh, y- you know, I, I, when New England was going for that two-point conversion, I said, oh, my God, this has to be a big line swing for the books. How much was it, and how did those Saturday's games make you turn out? Yeah, you know what, Ralph? Obviously, that, that Patriot game was our loser on Saturday. You know, Texans and Bucks was kind of a break-even thing. And the 49ers-Rams, we won on the Rams, but we lost on the over, so it kind of evened each other out. So as far as Saturday goes, Patriots was our loss. But we actually cleaned up on some of the bowl games on Saturday. So Saturday ended up being a good day for us. Well, that's good to hear. And then certainly, well, I don't know if it's good to hear. <laughs> but we don't want the lights going out at the link, I'll tell you that. Um, let's talk Sunday because it seemed like betters had a pretty good day yesterday. It looked like the, uh, the recreational betters cashed in with teams like the Saints and the Ravens. Look at the wise guys cashed in with the Giants in overtime and they won big on Arizona 
It seemed like there was a pretty good day both for recreational players and for pro bettors on Sunday. That's usually not good news for the house, especially when the public favorite comes in on Sunday night football like Kansas City did. Yeah, I mean, Teddy, for sure. Obviously, you know, the Chiefs covering on Sunday night wasn't good for us. That was actually our worst result of Sunday. But Sunday overall was actually pretty good. We did really well on the Eagles. The Broncos was a nice result for us. The Raiders was a nice result for us. I mean, obviously the Saints wasn't that great of a result for us. But if you look at it, Sunday was a positive day as well. We know Week 17 can be a crapshoot. Any early wise guy action on any of the must-need-win teams? Yeah, you know what, Ralph? So obviously, Week 17 can be very weird. Obviously, the Ravens showed they're not going to play, so that line has kind of fluctuated. But, you know, we also protect ourselves where we do the quote-unquote circled game. So if it has no playoff uh, implications, we really limit the action on those games. So it's really hard to capitalize on a Week 17 bet. Let me ask you about hoops for tonight. And I know today has been a very football-centric show. But I at least want to ask, anything worth noting in terms of line moves or wise guy action, public action coming uh, on tonight's basketball card, whether that's NBA or, or college hoops? Uh, you know, the only thing I can really throw out there is the Heat. The Heat are at home against Utah. The Heat have been so great ATS. Heat are minus four and a half at home. That's a good one to look at. So college basketball, though, is in a weird little state, obviously, with the uh, – holiday right now so you know you're kind of you don't have some big matchups yet so i would look at the heat for monday night Art, we talked last week about how the Bulls are situated and spread out during the holidays, and it's hit or miss the holiday week with the Bulls. Well, you know, we have Monday Night Football, a bowl game, and NFL action tonight, and then the only action for Tuesday and Wednesday in football is the Hawaii Bowl. BYU and Hawaii has the handle picked up on that game. A little bit. We're seeing Hawaii money, but, you know, it's slight. It's not, you know, it's a tough day, Christmas Eve. You know, you're probably just going to get your diehards bet in that game. There might not even be people who know that game happened, even like the game today, 1130 in the morning. So there's there's a small handle on that Hawaii-BYU game. Not much action there. Of course, we're with Arthur DeCesar from uh, the Link Race and Sportsbook here in Las Vegas, one of the Caesars uh, properties. Art's nice enough to join us every single Monday, even during holiday season, which we appreciate. Uh, and are we got it to, we, before I get up the show, we have to talk about what happened last Monday, uh, with both of us being able to cash. Uh, we talked about, uh, r- right sides, wrong sides. We got to talk about line shopping, but first uh, I do want to get through some of these bowl games. Let's start with in the independence bowl, Louisiana tech and Miami look like the bulldogs were real popular in early betting action. Is that still the case? Is Louisiana, no, no one looking to lay the price uh, with Miami in this one. No, absolutely, Teddy. Louisiana Tech money is still coming in. That was the spread that was Miami minus seven. It's now six. It's definitely been nothing but Louisiana Tech money for sure. You know, also on Thursday, that Miami-Louisiana Tech game kicks off at 4 p.m. Eastern. It is followed by Pittsburgh and Eastern Michigan. Uh, Is anyone betting Eastern Michigan in this game? You know what? There is a little bit of money on Eastern Michigan, Ralph. But you know what? Out of all the bowl games Teddy sent me for today, that's by far the Eastern Michigan pick game. That's the lowest handle we're taking so far on these upcoming bowl games. 
You're not likely to be sweating the Panthers and the Eagles. Will you be sweating the Military Bowl, North Carolina and Temple? That one in early start action. That kicks off at noon Eastern time on Friday in the quick, uh, sorry, the Military Bowl, the Tar Heels and the Owls. Oh, absolutely, Teddy. We will be rooting hard for Temple. There is a lot of money on UNC. That number's been bouncing around, but it's right now UNC minus five. But it is nothing but Tar Heel money right now. Wow, that's interesting that, you know, the line really hasn't moved that much from the opener and even maybe came down a bit, but you're still getting one-sided and I guess just not enough big bets or the bets from the right people to move the line. And, I mean, there's a difference, right? You could be one-sided on a game from a lot of public bets and not move the line, or you may take a one bet from a sharp better, which may be less money than all those smaller bets and actually move the line because of that person. Correct. Ralph, hundred percent. Correct. You, I mean, you said it perfectly. You can have all this public money coming in, but if there's someone that we really respect and we think that, you know, they're a sharp player and they bet some sort of side. And even if it's the other side, yeah, we could move that line just based on that person for sure. Well, on Friday, the, there are five games total North Carolina temple, the first Sparty wake AM, Oak State, USC, Iowa, Wazoo, Air Force. Of the rest of those four games on Friday, Art, any action one way or the other? Yeah, out of those four, the biggest one is going to be Iowa. All the money's on Iowa. With UNC, Iowa and UNC are going to be the biggest two liabilities for all those type of ball games. AM, Oklahoma State is an interesting one because we see, we're seeing a lot of split action on that. So. Arthur, only a couple minutes left. We got to talk about what happened last Monday where you cashed at plus seven and I cashed at minus five and a half. And it was the same game we were fighting about here on the show. You know what, Teddy? The holidays came early for both of us. That was great. I mean, you know, we talked obviously earlier in the day, you know, you know, one o'clock, whatever it was. And I jumped on seven and then you probably jumped on five and a half right around tip off time or a little bit before that. And you know what? We could do this for another 100 years, and that might not ever happen again. So God bless us both. <laughs> well, one of those games where betting skills trump handicapping skills, that happens often enough. Uh, Arthur, just a minute left. I want to ask you what your Christmas wish is. What do you want to wish for a Christmas? Oh, gentlemen, Christmas wish. I just want, you know, happiness and health for everyone in my life, including you two gentlemen. And, you know, just just enjoy all the bowl games, enjoy all the sports, and just, you know... Merry Christmas, Happy Hanukkah to everyone out there. Thank Arthur, you so much, you, Arthur. Buddy. You've been appreciate such it. a pleasure on the show all football season. We appreciate it. And again, visit the Link Sportsbook. Visit any of the Caesars properties here in Las Vegas. When you visit the Link, be sure to say hi to Arthur to Caesar. Merry Christmas, Arthur. We'll talk to you next week. When we come back, we'll be in the home stretch. I have a Week 17 NFL betting story to tell, and it's a doozy. NFL season is now upon us, and you can become the eighth person to win $1 million in a FanDuel or DraftKings tournament by setting their lineups using the DailyRoto.com DFS lineup optimizer. If you are playing daily fantasy sports and not using DailyRoto.com, you're doing it wrong. Sign up now for the NFL access with a faster optimizer, smarter DFS projections, and better results. Enter promo code ACTION for a 10% discount. That's promo code ACTION for a 10% discount. DailyRoto.com, where millionaires are made. 
At Bet365, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. Whether it's a walk-off grand slam or a base hit to center field. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Bet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. Open a limited-time 11-month certificate at Kemba Financial Credit Union. At 5.25% APY, it's more than triple the national average, plus it's a safe and secure way to grow your money. Visit your local branch or kemba.org slash cb for details. Offer expires May 31st, 2024. APY equals annual percentage yield. Restrictions apply. $500 minimum and $250,000 maximum deposit. Advantage status required. Comparison based on bank rate average. Federally insured by NCUA. Are you tired of your scented cleaning products smelling and cleaning like meh? Then it's time for an upgrade with the power of Clorox Sentiva. With an uplifting scent that smells like coconut, Clorox Sentiva gives you powerful clean like Clorox, but a feeling like <sighs> being transported to a tropical island retreat. Imagine putting your phone on Do Not Disturb, tuning out all the constant. Just the feeling of warm sand in between your toes and a fruity drink in your hand. The ones with the little umbrella. Refresh your home to feel like an all-inclusive vacation by getting Clorox Sentiva. Also available in grapefruit and lavender scents at a nearby retail store. Stretch here on Wager Talk, the Sports Grid TV Network. And yes, we will be here tomorrow, Christmas Eve. Don't you worry. You'll get your sports betting fix before the day is through. We'll be off Christmas Day. We'll be back again on Thursday. I want to talk and tell a story. It's story time. And this is week 17 NFL where everything's so easy. All right. Week 17 is a crapshoot. It is a minefield. Must win. Resting starters. Doesn't matter all the time. I'm going to tell a story about week 17, 2013. And this is a story that has to do with, I mean, Ralph, who's the most famous sports better of all time? Uh, probably Billy Walters. Exactly. Billy Walters. Is the all of you saying who's the most famous sports better is Billy Walters. This is a Billy Walters story. Uh, I had someone that was working uh, in the Billy Walters organization that football season, shall we say. A buddy of mine talking about this game. Chargers Chiefs. The Chiefs had just clinched their playoff spot. They were resting starters. The Chargers were must win to make the playoffs. The line opened six and a half. And the opening line reflected the fact that the Chiefs had clinched and were resting starters. And the Chargers were must win to make the playoffs at home. Some people didn't see it that way. In fact, Billy Walters' group didn't see it that way. And they bet this line from six and a half at the open, through the seven, through the 10, through the 14, closed Chargers minus 15 and a half versus the Chiefs. Remember, Chiefs, nothing to play for. Sitting, everyone. Chargers must win. Going into the fourth quarter of that game, the Chargers minus 15 and a half, and the score is Kansas City 14, Chargers uh, at San Diego. Sorry, Kansas City 24, San Diego 14. The Chargers did rally from 10 down in the fourth to tie it. 
They did win the game by a field goal in overtime. They were uh, one by three. They never sniffed the minus six and a half opener, let alone the minus 15 and a half closed. Must win does not mean will win week 17 or not. Ralph, I'm sorry I took your time. You had an addendum. You want to try to throw it in? No, I was managing power sweep. We had our power sweep written with that must-win scenario. We're scrambling to rewrite the entire newsletter, and then they ended up winning in overtime anyway. Exactly. Thanks so much. We'll be back again tomorrow. Enjoy the games, and good luck.